Hi, my name is Manton Reese. It's Monday morning. This is the Timetable Microcast. In the book I'm writing about indie microblogging, at the beginning, in the draft I have so far, there's a part that goes, it's time for a return to what made the web great. And this book is about how it's both a history and a guide, how the web used to be and how it should be again. And I kind of echoed some of that in a blog post today talking about Indie Web Camp. When people ask about Indie Web Camp, I've never actually been to one. I can't completely describe it. I just know from blog posts and other things I've read from what's happened in other cities. So every time I talk about it, I talk about it in a slightly different way. But there's something on the the website for Indie Web Camp that I think really captures it. And this is what I'm starting to quote in blog posts. It says that, Indie Web Camp is a gathering of independent web creators of all kinds, from graphic artists to designers, UX engineers, coders, hackers, to share ideas, actively work on creating for their own personal websites, and build upon each other's creations. And I really like this because it feels like everybody's welcome, whether you're a designer, whether you're just getting started, whether you just want to tinker on your website, or whether you're a developer, where you've been coding this stuff, and you're actively involved in the community. There's a range of people where I think Indie Web Camp would be great for them. So I just posted it to my blog this morning uh, about Indie Web Camp again, because I'm going to be posting about it a lot, trying to get people to know about it leading up to the event. And today's post, the twist on it was to highlight the EFF Austin party, the Electronic Frontier Foundation. They have a chapter here in Austin where they meet once a month and every year they do a holiday party. And so as we've been working on Indie Web Camp, the idea was like, let's have the holiday party that night, the first night of Indie Web Camp. I mentioned this last week already. But I hadn't mentioned it or linked to it in a blog post. And because they have a meetup page for the party now, I thought I would highlight that in a blog post and also, again, link to Indie Web Camp. It's going to be a busy week. I have kind of lined up a bunch of things that I'm going to be doing this week, including posting this blog post, including recording this episode. But every day I want to have something that either talks about the Indie Web Camp stuff or the Indie Web in general or is about building up to the micro.blog launch, which is happening very, very soon. And, you know, tentatively, we were thinking about opening up to everyone this week, in fact. An idea that I've been thinking about over the last few days, actually kind of came up with this driving back from visiting family over Thanksgiving, is, you know, why not open it up, but just limit the number of people that can sign up every day? And I think that would take some of the pressure off. It would be more like the invite system now, where there's you know, I'm sending out like batches of maybe a few hundred invites every day to the people on the waiting list until I've gone through everyone on the waiting list. If I just limit the number of people that can sign up each day, it would have that same effect in terms of like growing slowly until we're completely, officially, totally open to everybody, but without having to deal with invite codes. So my thought right now is that um, perhaps tomorrow or the next day, I'm going to send an email update to Kickstarter backers. I'm going to give them an update. I'm going to link to Indie Web Camp because I can't stop linking to it. And I'm going to give them an update on the stickers. I just ordered some more stickers for micro.blog. And I'm going to mention this next phase of the rollout where it's going to be open. We're going to remove the invite code requirement, but there'll just be a limited number of people joining each day. And it's possible that you know, based on how we get the word out, maybe there won't even be, let, let's say, 500 people every day sign up. Maybe we won't hit those limits. But just in case, the limit is there, and that will allow us to actually handle questions and support emails and just 
feedback and just things that happen when someone sign up, signs up. Some people sign up and they have no questions. Everything's perfect. But inevitably, some people have questions. Some things aren't as clear or there's problems or there's, there's you know, some, some kind of glitch or something new that someone discovers. So limiting the number of people that sign up every day will just help that process and take a lot of the stress out of the launch. And then after we maybe after a couple of weeks or so of that, we'll turn it on open it up for everyone, and then we'll be rolling from there. So still thinking about this, haven't completely made up my mind, but that's the way I'm leaning right now. Thanks everyone for your support. Thanks for listening. If you are just catching up on the podcast and you want to find past episodes, there's over 80 past episodes now. And I'm getting back in the habit of posting these probably almost every day this week, if not every day. And I think that'll also help over the next couple of weeks as kind of a countdown to Indie Web Camp. So really looking forward to that weekend. Hope some of y'all can make it. Have a good week.